0: What's up, guys? This is Miles Markowitz and this is Brad Thomas. Here to give you the best sports insights to beat your book. You only need to ask one question What's the spread? Welcome in. What's the spread? What is the spread? The boys are back. Brad, how are we doing? Miles, good.
1: Woo! Missing sports, missing talking about sports to you. You know, we can talk every single day about something in the sports world, but it's not the same. Without coming onto the podcast and actually talking about sports, I feel like the conversation is a little bit different. Much different when we are, you know, on our stage. We love that stage so much. Whether yeah. the stage is the podcast, uh, you know, writing, or just sure. our friends asking our opinions, this is
0: my that, that's my therapy. This is yes, this is
1: what human we interaction. Need. This and is what we need.
0: A Lot going on today, as you can see. We have our this is our first video podcast. First Very excited. You can see uh, we've kind of created a. Uh, I guess semi studio here, yeah. right, right from your own apartment. A makeshift studio. Gonna um, it done. Yeah, we're going to uh, be adding a lot to it. Uh, but th- th- this is cool. This is kind of our first test run here. A lot going on. We also have a lot going on since the last time we talked to you. You know, the NFL draft preview was our last episode, and COVID was definitely a very real thing.
1: But it didn't feel like. But it didn't we feel we were, real. <laughs> like, it didn't feel like it, we would be in the world that we're living
0: now. It, it felt like it was almost like a temporary setback at the time. And now it's a part of life. I don't think
1: that I really had the, I don't even know, maybe I was naive, but we know how the draft was going. We knew that there were going to be people at the draft, but I didn't really think we were in real
0: jeopardy of losing sports in the fall. I was so naive. And it's such a different feeling when it actually starts to become a reality where you, you know. I remember sending you a text. I think it was you know what it was? It was the Kentucky Derby. It was yeah. the, it was Derby Day where it was supposed to be that day, easily a top three day of the year for, for both of us. Yep. I mean it's a huge day. We, we go out, we we get fancy, find a great party, and, and that day it really I think it really hit me. It that's, wasn't the draft, it was that day. That's when I think everything started to I crumbles, uh a Big word to say in this, but, but, but I, started I think to it like was avian. a process, yeah, yeah. It was like it, really was like because then it, I mean, well, before that, it was opening day, it yeah, had already hit, and then just everything, and then it was the NBA playoffs that were supposed to start, and we were missing that. And all of a sudden, we're going into June, we're going into July, and we have nothing, dude, absolutely nothing.
1: Let's not, let's not disrespect international sports like soccer,
0: well, yeah, but I mean, even soccer had to go away for dude, a while, it did,
1: and it was depressing. It
0: with no sports. Guys like me and you try to
1: navigate through life differently. It's not that we're so dependent on sports we can't live, but it's sports are so ingrained in us, so part of our everyday lives, where it's kind of tough to find other escapes.
0: Yeah, it's actually funny that you said that because I remember uh, I think this was this must have been sometime in June when everything started to hit. But but I was talking to my mom and I was like, one one thing I've learned is that my entire life revolves around sports. Yes. And she asked me, is that a bad thing? And I didn't know how to answer. Because, <laughs> I, I mean, obviously, no, it's not a bad thing. But I'm saying it's kind of making me rethink. I, well, well I, okay. Okay. I don't know. I
1: don't know if it'd be a bad thing because I'm very similar.
0: Yeah. Or gambling. It just is what it is. Like, it, it, it's here, here's the thing, right? This is what I was trying to say. It's something I've never thought about before. N- never thought I you'd guess. be a part of. Yeah, or like something that uh, I never had to worry from. about. Or, yeah. or, or something that was never going to be taken away from me. It's like. You know, you have your constants in life, and and, you know these sports in these days. That's what it is.
1: Yeah, it's interesting that you say that. Is that a bad thing? Because I never once considered (laughs) that. Is it a bad thing that I love sports? Is it a bad thing that I wake up and plan my day? Even now, with the limited sports, I plan it around what sports are going to happen. Exactly. Kid you not? If I gotta make lunch, I will plan it around. Oh, big game at one. I'm not making lunch until twelve forty five. And, and it's, I don't think it's a bad thing. Yeah. I think it's just something, the way we live our lives.
0: Being a diehard baseball fan and for 162 games, I revolved my entire life around the Cincinnati Reds yep. schedule. My no, totally entire difficult. life around that. And obviously, when it comes to college football, everyone knows what that's like for us. I mean, oh, God. And my entire year is based around the fall and based around college football. So now it's just kind of... It's hard to be without those things. It's hard to be without that. So what does the betting world look like? I think in something that we've already kind of got into here yes. um, with what it was like in the beginning. But we are getting back to some, some sense of normalcy. Hopefully everyone out there, uh, when you leave your premises, you're wearing masks, you're you're, you're being safe. Um, but at this point, we are starting to see some normal, right? Yes. So we've got the NBA. The NBA's
1: NBA is coming back. The
0: NBA bubble is what? 25 miles away from us right now yeah
1: it's crazy to think that we have all this great talent within a 30 minute drive you know right there and it
0: was so funny i was actually talking to my barber the other day who is the biggest nba fan yeah. that i know and he said man could you imagine how cool it would be if we could go to these games yeah do you imagine how expensive tickets would be oh my god just i, I told him i was like if there was some kind of season pass that i could buy yeah. where could just have free access to all the games um you know the I, again, you know, stuff that we never thought we'd see in our entire lives, like this NBA bubble, but how cool would it be if we could actually go to the games? And that's another thing, man, is that we have these sports coming back, but there's no telling when fans are going to be allowed in the stands again. And it changes the dynamics so much of the game.
1: So from the betting standpoint, yeah. you know, I've always loved betting soccer, and I'm going to be honest, the first week soccer returned, I absolutely crushed it. I, I went like 8-1, Right. But then I had to start thinking, like, as the weeks progressed and I stumbled out of the blocks, I had a really hot start and stumbled a lot. It was because I was so used to betting the home advantage. Sure. I was so used to betting that, it was subconscious. Where I would look at this team, I know they perform well at home in front of their fans, and then forget there are zero fans there. And I had to start realizing teams are a lot more even when there are no fans.
0: Yeah, it really does equal the playing field, yeah. so to speak. I mean, and you would think that that would be, you know, a natural repercussion of what we're seeing, and it has been. And, yeah. and I think we're going to see it too, not so much in baseball, but I think in basketball, the NBA, oh we're my God. really going to see this. And you know, it's funny because all of this actually opens up some things I'm actually excited about because I can't wait to see what Vegas does with these lines and the how they be- how they react. Do you know what's really gonna
1: it's gonna be interesting to me. You think about the players who feed heavily off of that crowd interaction. Sure, Steph Curry is, is one alone.
0: James Harden, James Harden. These guys love that crowd. Yeah.
1: That crowd energy they love show. I don't want to call it showboating because sometimes that gets a derogatory meaning, but like showing up for the crowd. Well,
0: yeah, and they're, they're on the stage. Yeah. I mean, they're performing as well, and now they feed off of that. Of and now they're playing in front of nobody, and they're playing in in these gymnasiums, and you know, in the wide world of a sports complex at Disney World. It's but they're games that count. It's going to be very interesting. It's a good segue to a kind of a little the, the thing
1: that I was thinking about yeah. with uh, Aaron Holland from uh, Bruce Dortmund. The first game back in. I cannot wait to see the first NBA player who does the same thing. Holland scored a goal and he did a celebration to the fans. No fans, but he did a celebration no, to the fan because no that's fans. what you do. <laughs> I know it was comical to him, but what you celebrate your team? Yeah, but you celebrate to the
0: fans. right? And that's the other thing is that I think that we're really seeing, and you know, on our uh, article that I wrote on college football, yeah. that's on our website right now. Check it I, I kind of briefly talked about the uh, you know what fans mean to college football and. Yeah. and fans mean so much across all sports. You know, I, yeah. I'm i not going to take that away, but I really singled out college football and I singled out soccer because those, I think that those are the two most passionate fan bases. And it changes, the, like we said, it changes that dynamic of the game. It does.
1: We talk about this on the podcast plenty of times. There are places in college football you do not want to play on the road. Think about it. I think ESPN just released the longest home winning streaks. You think about Ohio State being up there. Yep, you think sure. about Clemson being up there. These teams love to be at home because their fans are so passionate that they change the entire landscape of the game.
0: Think about the, you know, the Penn State wideout game, yes. you know, and, and how that it, they always either, it, depending on the year, it's either Ohio State or it's Michigan. It's their biggest home game of yep. the year, uh, one of the best settings in all of sports, and that's gone. Yeah, you know, it, it, so even even if and again, we'll we'll get into college football here. I, I so much to say, but <laughs> uh, this is really just the tip of the iceberg, but. Again, these are all factors that, as a passionate sports fan, or as a better, you are really having to start thinking about.
1: You know, you say start thinking about it. We we had this conversation before we came on air. I've been betting on Madden simulations. I've been and before anybody you out there, the public think that it's just guessing. We
0: we have a briefly briefly tell us about the Madden simulations because this was interesting. Okay, so what a Madden, right? this Madden is, this is one aspect is, of betting that we're seeing right now. They will Vegas will set up two teams to play each other. They'll
1: tell you the teams they will tell you whether it's going to be on legendary hall of fame, all man, all pro, what the weather will be like. And then without telling our secrets of how we do it, because we don't want the lines to get too sharp. We have ways to find our competitive advantage. And just like any simulation in the world, whether it's a flight simulation, weather simulation, the data always works.
0: Trust the data. Mm -hmm. And I've been doing that and they're
1: very fun to watch. I've, I've, I mean, I
0: was just watching the Tennessee Titans. Well, I just walked in your place the, the, today, and I noticed on your second TV that you had a Madden game stream. Yeah, and I was mean, asking where money, it was coming from. Making money, you know. It, this, these are things you look for, right? Um, you know, I I miss the days of you know going out and having a full page of bets, and it's y- been sad. you know, it's you, you start to. I mean, I know you were into horse racing for a while, so that was something.
1: Yeah, guys, listen, I I love horse racing when it comes to Triple Crown before, right? Since the 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 demise of sports <laughs> i've gotten very good at horse racing i can read a daily racing form i could read the past performance sheet i can i listen i knew what an exacta was i knew what a trifecta was i couldn't tell you the difference between an exacta box a straight exacta uh exacta key key trifecta king of horse on top i didn't know what a pick three pick four pick five pick six was didn't know what a super high five was didn't know what a superfecta was i didn't know how to make money on horses while playing exotics. Didn't know what an exotic was. I know what all of those mean and know how to play them effectively. I think this has, those people who are degenerates, real deep down degenerates, it has changed their mentality of betting forever. How so? For me, I don't like to lose. I hate losing in everything I do. Thumbs war? We're not, we're not freaking plan if you if you want to be a poor sport because i'm gonna be a poor sport i was betting a lot yeah we were winning a good good clip i have taken more time in without sports learning how to study the sports better um before you know i went off statistics i went off intuitions but i never looked at any okay i'm gonna be honest and this is gonna discredit me just a little bit I wasn't too familiar with advanced analytics. I knew it was a thing, but I didn't understand it. I took a lot of time to understand what advanced analytics are. Like, uh, give you an example how a team is actually playing better over a two or three game span than their statistics say. So if you have a team who's scoring a bunch of points, but have been given... X, Y, and Z opportunity to score those points that would have never happened if those X, Y, and Z opportunities happened, you have to subtract those. It works really well in low scoring games because the opportunity to correct those is much less. If you guys checked out one of my articles, I wrote about it. This is something that I picked up in the offseason, another strategy is calculating the way you attack games. Especially in soccer, hockey, where team X and team B only have a certain percentages to score, so every time they're in the opponent's box, they're gonna their probability goes up, the other team goes down. But since there's a defender, the probability goes down for both teams. So it changed my way of betting on soccer. I would take a lot of lines before that were minus one fifty, minus one sixty. You know, notorious for it. Now, when you're telling me that this three way money line automatically only gives me a thirty three unhandicapped percent chance of winning. Factor in the advanced analytics and the, the margin of error and the human element, it goes down for most teams to about 25 to 28%. Why would I be paying $150 and $50 in juice, you know? I think that that was a blessing in disguise that I really, I didn't realize it was gonna happen. Since sports have came back, the restart, And this is not me bragging because sometimes this is just 20 bucks. I have cashed out positive every single week. I have learned better ways to make bets and I have learned to strategically build on those bets. One guy told me in this break, I've gotten a good network of gambling, you know, other gamblers who are professionals. I I like to call them friends, but they probably don't see me that same way because these guys are older. You know, they've been in the industry for 20 years. One guy said something to me, and he was like, Brad, you need to decide if you're going to be a gambler or a handicapper. And I didn't understand really what he meant. Yes, I love gambling. I'm a handicapper. No, but you need to really, really understand when you have competitive advantage. We talk about it with the, on the podcast, well, even knowing, but mm-hmm. like- we would subconsciously start talking about, there's no way this game gets to 73 points. That is a competitive advantage. That is where we take advantage of that game. The game where we're like, it could be, we don't take advantage of that game. If we want to bet it for fun, you know, you bet it for less units. And it really changed my mentality of sports. And you know, I talk to you about this all the time. I'm so grateful for the opportunity to change my mentality on it.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, what? That's one thing that COVID has given you, so it's good. Yeah, let's uh, let's cycle to golf for, for a second Ooh. too, because you, you you briefly brought that up. But that's one sport that it has proven, along with international soccer, that they're up and running. Yeah, and the betting has been seemingly pretty normal. Yeah, uh, no crowds, but uh, they seem like they pretty much have it have it under control. Now golf is different, right? It's yeah. much easier to social you know social distance, and it's going to be a different challenge for the NBA and uh, even baseball and especially football, uh, which we'll get to. But uh, I I have to commend the way that golf is is, is doing okay and also the fact that we've been able to bet on it uh, pretty normally. Yeah, and you know one thing, I was, I don't know why I
1: thought this. I thought that the younger guys, you know, the guys who are, okay, so newer on the tour, I'm going to exclude kind of like a, a Victor Hovland because I think that, Victor Hovland is good regardless of his age, but like newer guys like a Doc Redman, um, who could have felt a lot of pressure because of the crowds. I thought that we'd see a lot more big name, like little names. God, so disrespectful. But you know, smaller names up at the top because the crowds aren't there to intimidate them. But Mm -hmm. these good golfers, these top golfers, are top golfers regardless of crowds, pressure, or anything, and it's been phenomenal to see.
0: Yeah, it, it it just makes you think about you know each sport, right? Yep. Because we talked about feeding off the crowd and how much are these golfers really being affected by it, and are they tuning it out, and you know who is able to do that and who is not, and you know I think some athletes just have the ability to just zone in, yeah, and and zone everything else out around them, and I think that some feed off energy, and I think that some you know as you mentioned uh, could get intimidated by yeah. s- by some, so you know there's all of those factors as well. So it's been kind of interesting to see that play out. Uh, and spe- again, circling back to, to NBA, we haven't really touched on baseball that much. But uh, with baseball, you know, they're, they're opening rosters to to include more players from yeah. their system. And they're going to be hanging around. And it, it, we're going to be seeing a much, I guess, to your point, kind of be thankful for what COVID is giving us. It, because all, it, hopefully we'll never see this ever again. Yeah. But think of all the things that we've been able to see now that we've never been able to see before. This shortened NBA season, this shortened baseball season. Who knows what football is going to be, and and again we'll get to it. Very upset, but as far as all these other sports go, it seems like we're going to be able to crown a champion at least.
1: Yes, and that's going to be the good thing. And what you said earlier, I didn't even consider this, but I've actually enjoyed seeing these younger guys be able to get a chance because of just yeah. like there's going to be more more guys on the rosters for every for every sport. But there's also more substitutions in soccer. Sure, younger guys
0: are getting a chance. Because well, first of all, why not? Why not? Second of all, you're trying to keep everybody healthy, yes. so you've got like you can't keep the same guys out there yep. night in and night out, especially yep. in baseball. And and you know, look for that in basketball as well. Look for more substitutions. Look for everyone's trying to stay healthy here, yeah. and everyone's trying to limit as much exposure as possible. And you know, each sport they don't want to get shut down, yeah. so you're gonna have to take those precautions. All right, let's go ahead and get into uh, football. All right, let's let's start with college oh, football. Boy. Let's let's start with uh the Big Ten. All right. The, and as of what was that like a week ago? Yeah. They announced that they would not be playing non-conference games. All right. No non-conference games in college football, to me. Obviously very upsetting. Yes. But it takes away <sighs> I'm trying to think of this. There's there's like phases in a college football season, right? Yeah. And the non-conference schedule is like Phase one, yeah. right? It's like September. It's, yeah. Uh, let's get to Vegas for Labor Day weekend. Here's let's, the it's, opening. It's-, it's 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 yeah. It's games. It's week zero now. We get yeah. week zero. Uh, we get uh that first Thursday all the way to Monday. Yeah. You know all college football, and then you, obviously you go into October. You get into conference play, and then obviously you know November is some of the biggest games of the year. But no, no, no non-conference games from that perspective is a major hit. Very. We have no Ohio State Oregon, which was going to be. You know, the the game of the year. We get no Alabama-USC. Sad. We get no Michigan-Washington. We get no Penn State-Virginia Tech. All these great games. I was actually thinking about, uh, I've been thinking about this more and more, and when it comes down to it, just sp- uh, specifically from what this is going to mean when we're trying to crown a champion, right? It's, if if you lose a non-conference game, the committee is going to forgive you. yes. You're able to lose an non-conference game. If you win out the rest of your schedule, you're going to be okay. Really, if 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 you're a Power 5 team and you lose one game, you have a good chance of making the playoff anyway. Yep. But these games were more for a showcase. They were yeah. more for the fans. They were more for just entertainment. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. You know, I, I, I think to that Ohio State-Oregon game, and I want to see Ohio... You know, and I've said this over and over again. I want to see Ohio State scheduling the biggest opponents out there yeah. because if you lose a game like that your season's not over no it was
1: just a lot of fun a lot of fun and you want those big tests that i hate saying don't matter like it matters right. if you lose but no one's discrediting oregon or ohio state if they lose and then run this run the table yeah.
0: to me it it's like those who argue uh um, And Colin Coward, I'm looking at you. It's like those who argue that the college basketball regular season doesn't count. And I will argue this for the rest of my life because those games do count in the hearts of the fans and the players who are in them. If you watch college basketball and you watch a big Monday or Super Tuesday and big-time conference matchups, you want to tell me that those games don't matter to those kids? They're playing their heart out like it's their last game. That's what you see in college football, too. I'm not saying that you don't see it professionally, but I'm talking non-conference games here. It's very different. It's different. Like in, In Ohio State, Oregon, like a game like that, it's the Super Bowl for these guys. It's what they've prepared for their entire life to be on a stage From like that. From
1: every inch of that city, whether that be the restaurants, that be the barber shop, to every student on campus, every staff member, it is more than just a game in that moment. That's what we are in jeopardy of losing. We're not just in jeopardy of losing the millions of dollars that the committees and all these big companies are making because I don't care about that. I care about the passion. I care about, let me tell you this. This is going to be, let me put it in perspective how I know it from me personally. Choosing grad schools, I had a couple options based on the program that I wanted to go to, you know? And then I automatically eliminated all of the schools that didn't have major sports programs. Fair. Because I wanted to be a part of something else. So now I'm a knight. Now I'm a mountaineer. I don't know what the next adventure is going to be for, for my doctorate track, but I'm a part of that. I am. You can never take that away from me, and I think it's so different from a college level to a professional level. I can root for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers up and down. I am not a buccaneer. Like It is not a part of my being. I don't feel like I was accepted into that club. I did not earn anything from that. And it's such a beautiful thing that collegiate sports bring to the everyday girl who is five foot nothing, played zero sports, but cheers on her. I don't even know any team she goes to, any sport, she cheers on it like it's her last
0: breath. Because she's a part of something special. I think the right word is community, and that's really yes, that's a great. That's word. what college football brings, and that's that's what we're that's what we're losing this year. Because yeah. because even if and now I want to talk about this conference schedule that they're looking to play right, and this is even if we're able to find safety protocols and if we're able yeah. to find uh, we can't put kids in a bubble exactly, and and they're kids. They're they're what are they getting out of this? They're they're not getting paid to play. They're yeah. they're 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 doing it for the community and they're doing it for themselves, obviously they're doing it because football is all they know. This is stuff they've been working for their entire lives. And and listen, you could attribute this argument to anything happening right now, you know, to to any job, to any, you know, we're just kind of singling out the sports world and and college football specifically. And And there's so much that goes along with this. All right. Even if you have a conference schedule, right. And you, and you have a 10 game conference schedule, no fans in the stands. All right. Number one. Number two, games are going to be all over the place because apparently, well, and this is for the Big Ten, but I'm assuming that every other Power Five conference is going to follow this same yes. mandate, all right? And they're going to push division games to the beginning of the season because COVID is so unpredictable. Yeah, We don't know what's going to happen in October and November, and especially December. It is July. You can't even tell me what August is going to look like, let alone in December. Someone once
1: said, a scientist out there said that by summer... Covid's dead. It cannot survive in the heat because it is a winter. Oh, it can't survive
0: in the heat. But now Florida has the most cases, more cases than other countries. And you want which to say this is blowing we're gonna... my mind day in and day <laughs> oh out. My God. And listen, I, I'm not here to get political, and I never have on this podcast. But somebody has got to do something. Yeah, we got to get it under control. Anyway, for another day. But this is what we're losing now, yes. right? This. Even in 2021, I don't know, you know, what this is gonna look like, but 2020, all right? Let's say we do play a conference schedule. Yeah. All right. The non-conference games, as we mentioned, they mean something different. Now, an Ohio State or Oregon win against each other, all right? It can mean a lot if, say, Ohio State or Oregon loses a conference game. Yeah because they because the committee has that game to look back on, all right? Same with the loss. The committee will look back. If either of those teams were to lose that game by three points, it's almost like a draw. Yeah. Because the committee just sees both teams as, you know, so strong. They hold up. But the conference games is really where it matters, all right? So, I was thinking, are we going to have a higher percentage of undefeated teams? And I thought to myself, I don't think so. Because that would mean that in the years past... Well, most one-loss teams are from the non-conference. But I think yeah. when you look at these Power 5 schools, I think that the most of the time when they have one loss, it's a conference game yes. that they lost. So I don't think we're going to have... So number one, I don't think we're going to have a higher likelihood of undefeated teams. I think that the playoff itself uh, isn't too affected as far as how they choose the teams. I think that's gonna. what's going to be interesting
1: is the weight of each game in terms of... Now, if you are playing an opponent in an empty arena in yep, you know, you lose in their in their stadium is that does that weigh heavier than if it's
0: a good point. they had
1: home fans there?
0: Great point. Yeah, cuz okay, so Ohio State was supposed to go travel to Penn State to Happy Valley to the yeah. Whiteout game, but okay, no fans in the stands now. Yeah. So, you can't tell me that that road game is any more difficult than you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, no, yeah I, absolutely. I, I just don't. Yeah, yeah, you're you're still on the road and you're still doing the travel, but with no crowd, it's like everybody is on a level playing field.
1: It's interesting. I I, it, I have to imagine, you know, there is that sense of pride that you're on your
0: own turf. Yeah, but right. it's so different. So different, and you know that's so that's so that's going to be something to think about. And then, you know the committee has come out and said we're ready for anything and, yeah. and we're ready to adjust to, to anything. You know, what, what does this mean for bowl games? What is it? There's still so much that we have to figure out. And obviously we'll be here every step of the way. This is, this is really literally just our speculation, but you know where I stand right now. I, I am not Mr. Positive when it comes to, no. <laughs> are we going to see the completion of a college football season? Uh, and that, that's really just because of how unpredictable everything has been. But then my dad sends me a tweet today uh, that the Reds just posted that we're one week out of opening day. And I didn't think that a baseball season was going to happen. And we're we're, we're one week away. So maybe if baseball and hockey and basketball, maybe if they can figure some things out. Maybe we have a better chance. And we haven't even gotten to the NFL. Oh, my God. But if anybody's going to play football this fall, Brad, it's going to be be the NFL. NFL
1: stands to lose (laughs) Billions <laughs> they're going to play. They will fig- they don't <laughs> care if they play figure it out. They play every game in the same stadium. Right. And exactly. they put them up in hotels.
0: Yeah. It, it, so they're going to play. Um, But it's it's the college football that that's in jeopardy. It's, yeah. it, you know, it's that tradition and that community and that family uh, that we're possibly going to lose. Now, if there is a season, let's say from beginning to end. All right. I had mentioned previously that I still stand with Ohio State, uh, Clemson, and Alabama and then as, as my three best teams. And then that insert, four. I thought it was going to be a race for the fourth team, as it usually is. Yes. Uh, but I think you could have put any of those tier two programs into that spot. Do you feel similarly? I, absolutely. But what that also starts to think about
1: which players are going to sit out. You know players are going to sit and out. And here's
0: another thing we got to think about, right? Trevor Lawrence doesn't play for Clemson. Big difference. Yeah, and Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields come to mind for me because what do they have to stand from risking their health and and risking their injuries? And they're not playing in front of fans. Yep. Uh, There's no certainty that the season is going to end. There's nothing in place for them as far as official protocols handed down to them. It's really being dealt with by conference and by school. If I'm Justin Fields or I'm Trevor Lawrence... I've proven what I needed to prove. Yes. You're going in the top five of the draft. Yes. You are the two best quarterbacks in the 2021 draft. What do they have to prove? If the season has moved to the spring, how is that going to work? Yeah. You know, I, I, the draft is going to happen. When is it? In April? Mid-season? One, one, it's going to happen one way or the other, whether it's virtual or whether it's in person. The draft is going down, and you best believe that... As much as those two kids and I'm just using you know these two as an example, yeah. As much as they love playing college football and playing for their school, they've got a future to think about.
1: Yeah, I know. I and I totally agree. And me selfishly, this is like the first year where Alabama doesn't have one of those guys. Sure. So Mac Jones ain't sitting out, boy. Because two is gone. Yeah, stop. Mac.
0: Max playing.
1: Y'all sit out. <laughs> 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 to me, question for you. Yeah. This is just uh, me thinking about this. Wouldn't it be so funny to do kind of like a winter? college football season
0: yeah like playing in the snow right like the nfl does would be awesome you know it's funny because i've i've seen some reaction about this and obviously from a fan's perspective that does make me i guess less anxious because i actually would love to see that i would love to see you know ohio state kicking off in february when it's Ten degrees outside. I'd love not
1: to be standing in the ninety-eight degree (laughs) heat as we're tailgating a new kickoff for UCF. Yeah,
0: right. Oh my god. So yeah, it it does bring those opportunities. You know, i I would love to see something like that. That'd be cool, Uh, and that would allow us to okay, let's let's push it back and let's you know figure it out then. And obviously, there's a lot that goes into that, and there's a lot of intangibles. Uh, But you got to throw all the options out there. I think this is this is what I think is going to happen. I think,
1: you know, money talks, BS walks. They figure a way for the kids to play, whether they shorten the season. Mm -hmm. Kids play the entire schedule. Bowl season rolls around, boom. We need money. Experiment time. We're going to see if we can do this in a limited capacity. Fans are allowed at bowl games. Jack the price up at bowl games. Allow half the admission. Fans get what they want. Fans will pay top dollar. Fans who wouldn't go to the Cure Bowl because it was the Cure Bowl. We're going. Are, we're going because we have not gone to a football game sure. all year, and we're starving. I think, and, and that's just what I think is going to happen.
0: Yeah, I like that you bring that up because, right? Let's talk about an ideal situation. Yeah. Ideally, I would love to be going to the Ohio State Michigan game by late November. Yeah, I would. I would think that by that time. Uh, that maybe we figure something out, maybe yes. we get fans in the stands. But to your point, let's say we make it, uh, we play our conference schedules and hopefully conference championship games, and we make it to bowl season. Maybe we can start letting some fans in, in you know, into the stands. You know, the memorial was considering having yeah, fans the at first. the event yeah. and they uh, no. before they had to shut it down. But at least they were talking about it. Let me just be clear with one
1: thing: this will be the only semi-political thing that I'm ever going to say on here. Let's
0: do it, because I don't think we'll ever have another chance to talk politics on most whether, of spread.
1: This is for everyone listening. Whether you believe in the masks, whether it works or not, it does zero harm to throw on the mask Just when you're in it. public.
0: Just wear the mask. I don't understand why we are protesting <laughs> against either. a mask. I don't either. When it doesn't even matter. That that might that might be the most mind-boggling aspect of the entire pandemic so far is how difficult it is just to put a mask on so that we can try to get back to a normal. Just life.
1: wear the dog on
0: Miles. We live in Orlando. Orlando's not getting sports ever. <laughs> I
1: went down for a trip. Listen, I went down for a trip in Miami a couple weeks ago. I was like, wow, everyone here is wearing masks, and they're actually shutting stuff down down there. Yeah, Here, everything's open. Everything's open. Someone texted me and Free said, for all. hey, Brad, you going to Taco Tuesday? <laughs> no. <laughs> Taco Tuesday? Like Taco Tuesday.
0: Taco Tuesday during a pandemic? <laughs> Just wear a mask, and we get sports. It's that yeah. easy. And I think it's where a lot of the frustration comes with sports fans, too, is that, you know, especially for fall sports, for college yeah. football, for NFL, it's, these, Let's try to find a way to get there. I, it's gotta be a team effort. Some of these kids are getting. And you know,
1: I, I'm not agreeing with Ed Ogeron, you know, where he demanded that we play sports. I'm agreeing with him in the fact that we are taking away something that these kids, a lot of these kids, have sacrificed so many things in their lives yeah. to play college sports. Think about these freshmen. Think about that freshman who was an offensive lineman all through middle school and his whole life, they told him, you gotta beef up, you gotta beef up, realize he's not gonna have the height of offensive lineman. They said, you have nice quick feet, we're gonna transition you to running back, but you have to lose 100 pounds. He devoted his life to getting in shape, earned a scholarship to play at a D1 school, potential starter.
0: He does not have a season because we can't wear masks. That's what it comes down to, right? And, 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 And... in the beginning, it was COVID, right? And it yeah. was, okay, it's a thing. No one knows what to do. Whatever. But we're what? Four months into this thing? Yeah. So it's time to start working together, putting something into place. That's at least something simple that can be done. It's all we know, really. Yeah. And yeah, you can argue, well, where are the what well, I don't care. It doesn't just, matter. It just, it's something to try. These right. guys'
1: brains are bigger than mine, so I'm yeah. listening.
0: Right. All right, so let's let's briefly get into the NFL. Let's go. We we, we talked about it a little bit here. Cool. They're going to play. They're going to find a way to play. Absolutely. What is that going to look like? Um, According
1: to the Miami Dolphins. Yes. capacity.
0: Uh huh. Yeah.
1: No tailgating. Sure. So wait.
0: Oh, and we didn't even talk about the tailgating for college football. College football is tailgating. That, tailgating is college football. I have
1: people... I have friends and family who say, I'm going to the game. They go to tailgate. They were never going to the actual game. right? But their
0: they're they're event was their tailgate. That was them going to the game. Because, it's game day. Yeah, UCF tailgating. I mean, yeah. that's... I, a, a part of my college football Saturdays are going to UCF tailgating. I don't go to the to every UCF game. No, yeah. I go to the tailgating <laughs> yeah. because you're celebrating it college starts, football and it, you're... It's, it, community, that, it's the word community up again. Ex- exactly. That's the word of the day, and so we're losing that too. Yes, and, and, and it just comes back to my frustration of okay, even if we have a season, and listen, I'll take anything we can get. Yes, in the article that I wrote, I called to cancel the season. I stand behind that for the players because I, I don't think we're taking their safety into consideration. I do not think we are, but I'm going to take anything I can get. But it's it's just not gonna be what we know and love.
1: I'm putting it this way though. See, I got uh, an email. West Virginia is bringing students back. If you bring in these students back at full capacity, I sure as hope we have sports. Absolutely. Because and- you think these college students are going to be smooching and pooching everyone <laughs> at every party playing flip cup, playing beer oh, pong, doing funnels. They're
0: sharing saliva every possible oh. way. That's a reason to keep colleges shut down. Is yeah. that? Is that like, that's the thing you're not, not thinking even about. about. We're not talking but, about everyday activities like going to the bathroom, right? Uh, but, but yeah, you think about schools, and yeah, it's impossible to keep them from social distancing. And but apparently, we're trying to open up schools too. Anyway, how does NFL work? We, how it has how to does work, NFL though? work? Dude, yeah. Does NFL do a bubble? Does NFL do a bubble? You what? know, will the players agree to a bubble but that lasts that long? To. I don't think they have to.
1: Either look at soccer
0: soccer wait
1: it's working look at golf golf yeah i thought it was gonna be crazy because the players are always you know they're not always around each other but you're playing with your your teammates you, you know you're sharing the same facilities and then when the first couple players tested positive for covid i was like here we go right you look at this week last week
0: zero players tested positive for covid it's a process, right? Yep. You You, got, soccer, you, you got to way. learn. Yeah. I think it's great that you brought up soccer, you, especially when they're, they're doing it internationally. And it seems to be going really well. So there is going to be some give and take, and there is going to be some learning. But that's the advantage for the NFL, right? Because they get to watch baseball do it. They get to watch NBA. They get to watch NHL. And then they get to adjust from there. What confuses me, and I'm not a COVID naysayer by any means. Mm-hmm. I'm not
1: a COVID naysayer. I, I'm not... That naive, and not saying that you guys are naive for naysaying it, but I just like my life a little bit too much to to naysay something I have not enough information on. How is the UFC in combat sports? How are they doing this with so few outbreaks? Yeah, like, you it, think that in a combat it, sport, it,
0: it, it's hard to believe. One fighter gets it,
1: the whole gym has it. Right. That's the only thing that kind of confused me. And
0: in- they've been up and running for a couple months now, yeah. right? I mean.
1: And when they have a player test positive, sorry, you can't, you can't, you can't play.
0: Yeah. So you think it should be NFL has to work. like that, and yeah, the NFL has to. You work. are not
1: taking the season away from me. I finally got Tom Brady. T-
0: oh my god! I got Tom Brady and Gronkowski. And, and I'm gonna tell you right now, Brad. I don't think Tim Bay can afford to wait a year. No. <laughs> we, <laughs> this, we this could be the last hurrah.
1: Brady comes. This if we is skip it. Skip the season. Brady's coming back with gray hair. Yeah.
0: This is it. Just
1: go ahead, and wheel him out in the wheelchair. And that's one thing,
0: man. Like, I would I would love to uh, get our you know, summer schedule going and, and get our previews going, but I don't want to do full previews until I know exactly know. what's going we on. Preview, let's say we preview, right? We preview these
1: predicted schedules. They change. They cancel. For what did we just do? So our gums can flap? I would love to talk to you guys about updates of sports as it's going on, and I hope we continue to do this. And it's not going to be the summer of football, y'all. It's going to be what's going Unless on in it- the world of sports. And this is our opportunity. I've missed this. I'm sure you guys have missed this. I've had fans reach out and say, are you guys done with the podcast? I had someone say, are you and Miles mad at each other?
0: (laughs) A COVID falling out. We fell out over COVID.
1: Contract disputes. Oh my God, that's hilarious. Chairs thrown. No, we're back. Yeah,
0: we're, we're here. talking about football. We're here, we're still texting, we're still talking every day, yes. of course we're social distancing, but we're trying to find some semblance of a normal life as I'm sure that everybody is. a mask over here, guys. I did, I did, and when you came down to to pick me up, you were wearing a mask as yes. well. So this is kind of a situation where we're going to get through it together, yep. let's keep pushing through, you know, this this gives us an opportunity to, you know, it's definitely given me an opportunity to, to reflect on things, yes. right, as we kind of talked about in the beginning, but... As soon as we get something, some idea of what's happening with college football and some idea of what's happening with the NFL, I know that the other major conferences are uh, bringing a ruling down at the end of the month. Yep. Uh, So I think that was ACC, Pac-12, and Big 12. Uh, So I think that that's going to give us a much better idea uh, what happens with Notre Dame. You know, I would assume Notre Dame. I would assume that Notre Dame just joined the ACC. uh, Yeah, has some kind of agreement with the ACC, right? They're going to have to figure something out. Um, I don't know. Even if we do get college football, Brad. I don't think that the group of five, I don't think that those conferences are going to be as inclined to play.
1: No, I don't think so.
0: Zero incentive. The MAC, the Sun Belt, you know,
1: the Mountain West. I was surprised to see this statement released by the MAC, though. All
0: fall sports, non football, are going to be delayed. Crazy. Which tells you that maybe it's still at the front of their mind. I mean, they have to. I think for them, Money talks. Well, and this is the other thing too is that uh, he also said that that the conference expects all of the Power Five schools to keep up their uh, agreement yep. to pay them yes. for games that are not even going to happen. It's important. So how does that work? You know, but then you think about it, that's what he called. That's what keeps college football moving around and moving yes. forward is is the big boys paying the little boys to come in and, and beat them up, beat them up. Yep, and, and then. So that just, it, it, it's there's a lot of fiscal things happening in the college ball world too that that you know you got to think about. But I don't know. I I, I hope every conference gets to play. I, there's no way you can not have a college football season without UCF, especially for me. It's just like UCF's been such a part of my college ball world now, just as much as Ohio State.
1: It has been so long in my life that I have not gone to a football game in a year. Yeah, and we are. Close to having that happen. Very close. And it tears me a- apart inside knowing how much I know you're feeling the same way. Yeah. How I have bragged all. Beginning of the year, I bragged how many games I'm going to this season. Oh, Just yeah. wait for college ball season. I'm going to be at this school, this school, this school.
0: What about our our boys trip for a UCF road yeah. game? We were going to make that a tradition. We oh went to the God. Cincinnati game last year. We were going to go to Memphis this year. All these things that, that come down the line. You know, this is another thing that I was thinking about, too, is it really makes you think, well, you don't know what you have until it's gone. Yes. I'm thinking every day. I remember before the Big Ten Championship game, when Ohio State was going to play Wisconsin, and, and it was the second time we played them, it wasn't seen as a huge game. We were expected to win. Yep. And I, and I went back and forth on, do I spend the money to go? Do I spend the money to go? And I, I just think every day that I did because yeah. now I have that experience or I have all the games that I went to last year and uh, now I'm pissed I didn't make it out to the playoff game. But so, it, these are the things you start to think about. You made me
1: realize think about, think about something. Think about this. You're going to say no fans at college football games. How are you going to tell an entire student body that they will not be allowed to tailgate?
0: Oh, it's going to be tough.
1: Think about places like Florida State where tailgating so spread out through Tallahassee right. to where you might as well just put them all in the same stadium.
0: Yeah. <laughs> You know, again, there's going to be workarounds, right? That, yeah, yeah. yeah you, you, And you're right. That's a good point you bring up. You know, Ohio State's very similar without spread out the art. Look at UCF and yeah. how big that is. Uh, obviously, I think I think they can lock down parts of the campus.
1: Yeah, UCF's a little easier you know, than, but, than some
0: of these other places. But when you're so spread out and there's so many different spots, how do you yeah. regulate that? And I don't know. Like maybe if you know fans aren't going to the game or if no one's going to the game, then maybe you have less incentive to tailgate. But that's just another Miles, thing to consider. College students. Without incentive. Well, to students, drink. right? I mean, <laughs> you're always going to find a reason to drink, right? Yeah. <sighs> Tough. These are the things that we think about. These are the things that have been on my mind. And now we're what? Mid July, and it's supposed to be one of the most exciting times of the year is when we're coming back around and we're looking at like the first weekend of up, college football. Like revving the. And we're revving up for week zero. Uh, we're we're doing our previews, and now we're in a situation where that's not a thing, and. If we work together and we we push through, maybe we can find a way that by 2021, we can be back to some kind of normal life. No this is not
1: incentive normal. to do anything on Labor Day. I have no plans, guys. For so the Horrible. first time ever.
0: Horrible. We were supposed to be in Vegas because it was going to be My the first God. weekend of college football. It was Thursday to Monday. Some of the biggest games of the year. That's not happening. Um. So, you know, I, I think at this point you just find... Find some positivity. I was going to say, find a corner,
1: get on your knees, and pray to whatever (laughs) God you believe in, whether it's the football gods. We need this. I need this.
0: I I hope that in a few weeks, uh, we're back here, and we're previewing conferences, and we're previewing divisions, uh, and we have some idea of what it's going to look like. But until then, my friends, stay safe, stay healthy, uh, and this was fun, as always. Wear a damn mask. and Wear a mask, please.